Yo, 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 what up, what up? Welcome to 20-something, 40-something. This is Tasha and... Uh... G-Money in the house. <laughs> yes. All right. <clears throat> so, today, on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to talk about after the breakup. Oh, boy, I got some stories on this one. Mm, I'm sure you do. Oh, uh, yep. I do, too. Yeah. So, after the breakup, we, you know, obviously we've all gone through this, probably more than we'd like to. <laughs> yeah, way more than we'd like to. But, you know, how how do each of you guys function after a breakup? You know, and I and I know there's many different types of breakup, many reasons for the breakup. But at the end of the day, you're broken up. So that means that you're got you got to carry on with your life, and they got to carry on with their life, respectfully. You know, I I see too many times where people want to be salty, and you know, continue on this like hating spree <laughs> on somebody, and you know, I've I'm guilty of it. I have done it before. Um, but I have learned because I am an individual that likes to look at myself so I can learn and grow and not be fucking dumb and just be repeating mistakes over and over and over again. Because, you know, we're supposed to be growing and learning and blah, blah, blah. So. <sighs> <What the hell>? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, we're going to get into this is one of those ones that you just get into and and. uh I know, like, there's a line in that song we uh, picked Foo Fighters uh, today because that song is, it's got, like, a double meaning, right? Because you got a choice. You either, is someone going to get the best of you or is somebody going to get the best of you, right? So it's, mm-hmm. like, someone really going to get all that you have or is someone going to, like, get under your skin and get the best of well, you? Well, I never saw it as that way. You never did? No. I read the lyrics and I was like, huh. Because especially like in the beginning when he says, um, you're either going to resist or be abused or something like that. Holy shit. You never like, saw that? I've, I've always loved that song. Mm-hmm. And I ne- see, this is why I love hearing songs, you know, with other people like that actually listen, mm-hmm. a.k.a. you, because you know you get a different perspective of it you know music is art to me i yeah. i absolutely love music and you know we get caught up with like the sound and you know the the, the feel of it but if you actually sit and listen to the fucking lyrics yeah there is there's something behind that so i didn't even realize that with yeah that. that's what uh that's and i mean and even if it is true or not that's like kind of how i used to take it and then um like I love the part where he's talking about and you can't really say that anymore but he's talking about like I needed to lay my head somewhere without your noose meaning like that's the part of mm. of a, after a breakup where like you're trying to get away from that person or uh try to get some peace but it's like but you keep pulling me back in right like or holding shit above someone's head just yeah. because they gave you a place to lay yeah and yeah, uh that's that's something right yeah that there. song right there like means a lot uh wow that's deep i really like that yeah and i'm sure there's other parts in there too that uh are more especially at the end of that song so if you guys 
get a chance listen to that whole song and just listen to it over and over again and um like i said last podcast like you've inspired me to start listening to music again because i used to be that same way we were talking just a minute ago and natasha's like well you haven't heard that song that song's so good i'm like i haven't even heard this artist and she's like yeah you need to come hang out and listen to music all day and i'm like yeah i haven't done that in a long time um but uh but yeah after the breakup and i've gone through this recently and uh holy crap um you know my experience at first so i will tell you like after my breakups when i was 20 um were like oh yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go date the best friend right like you break up with me i'm gonna go date your best friend just to get back at you and be like yeah you missing out yeah you know i'm a badass yeah you know like yeah yeah look at me you know (laughs) or like you know uh we used to do you know used to do that weird shit where like all of your boys would date the same girl Thinking that like, oh well, who's better, me or him? You know, yeah. Oh, that that's really cheesy. S- stupid ass <laughs> question. Me or him was, you know, you know, we we cool, you know, all that other shit. And then, <clears throat> you know, then you try and mature, and um, you, know, you try to act like, you know, it doesn't affect you after a breakup. Um, you know, my after my divorce. Now that's a way different type of breakup than. Um, a dating breakup, right? Because a divorce is like, um, that's kind of final. You had been married, you know, you're involved in the state, you're involved in law there, you know, where you, you got to divide property. And I had shared in our first podcast, I think that my sponsor at the time told me to pray for my ex-wife and that's what's happened and and it released her um afterwards and we were married for six years together 12 and we've been divorced almost five years four or five years i mean there's a separation in there that kind of adds to us kind of falling apart but um she got in a relationship right away with somebody and at first I was all upset about it, and uh, I would ask my kid, you know, stupid questions, all the questions you're not supposed to ask, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, kids aren't messengers in a divorce, and, um, you know, but I wanted to know because she wouldn't tell me anything, and, um, you know, I just wanted to know who the guy was, and, you know, blah, 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 with uh, my kids, you know, or with my son, and, um you know, I didn't really know. And then I'm, and, uh, I met him one time, um, at a lacrosse game and I had already been okay with my ex-wife dating another person. Cause we weren't ever going to get back together. And I knew that from the bottom of my heart, like I, there's mm-hmm. no way. And, um, and like I said before, I used to think that we're in the middle of our divorce and it was going to be like a scene out of a rom-com where she was like, oh, forget it. And we're going to get back together and blah, blah, blah. No. <clears throat> um, but so I met him. And let me tell you, though, at first it was tough because when I met him, it was at one of Phoenix's uh, lacrosse 
tournaments. Oh. And I didn't even know he was going to show up. Oh. And, you know, Phoenix had already had a relationship with him. And so, you know, it was um, my ex's uh, weekend. And um, she brought him and I just, and I had come to the tournament. It was in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And... You know, I had to watch Phoenix, like, climb on him and play with him. And then they're, you know, playing catch. And I'm just, like, sizzling on the inside going. And that that's hard yeah. when you see somebody else, another person playing with your kid, right? But then I, you know, I had to be the bigger man. Mm -hmm. And I walked up to him and I'm, you know, and I shook my hand. And I know the look on my ex's face was kind of like, well, how's this going to go down and I was just kind of cool, you know, I just was the, the bigger man, um, you know, but that was more in my mature phase. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been other breakups where, like, I was like the asshole, like shaking the guy's hand or getting all up in his face and like being a jag off. <laughs> yeah, like trying to intimidate him in like in a low key way. Yeah, like yo, you know, bro. I used to do shit like that. I was I I like shake the girl's hand, but I shake it so hard I could I could hear like bones cracking, <laughs> and I keep the eye contact, and you could see the like they're uncomfortable and they're trying to pull away, and I'm pulling their hand close to me. And I'm like, <laughs> nice to meet, meet you. you. Yeah, you know? but did I do that because? I was jealous? No, not really, because I didn't want to be back with whoever the fuck they were with. I just, because, you know, you're, like you said, you're territorial over your children, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you, you know, that's your baby, and you see them, like, enjoying time with someone else, and, like, like right away, like, I'd be like, don't be acting like you're a family with my child, you know? Oh, yeah, that's... You know? But then I have to, like, check myself and be like, look, I would rather this person be nice to my kid. Yeah. So I don't have to, like, kill somebody, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so then I just, I just got myself to a point where I was like, I would be eager to meet the other person, you know, that's in the relationship with my ex. Um not to be like, mm, that bitch is ugly anyway. I look better than her, you know? Because uh, it's not about that. Whether she was ugly or pretty or whatever the case. It was... <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> seriously, though. Because <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Really. I'll be looking at her like, mm, she ain't got a booty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be like, ooh, this motherfucker is My booty look better. Yeah. No, but... Seriously, though, yeah. I want to at least have a good rapport with a person. Yeah. And, you know, they say, like, hold your enemies close or something. Well, I don't see anyone as my enemy because they weren't. This girl don't know me from, you know, a hole in the wall. So, mm -hmm. you know, I would just be like, hey, you know, I'm so-and-so's mom. It's nice to meet you. Um, listen, let me give you my number if there's any issues. Or I'd even tell them, look, my, my child's allergic to this. Can you make sure she doesn't have any of this? Or, mm -hmm. you know, um, do you mind sending me some pictures when, you know, my son's with you guys for the summer? You know, because at the end of the day, it benefits my kid and it benefits me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then the girl, the, the other person, they're like, oh, 
she's not even like hating and they don't even know how to act like a lot of the time they don't know how to act and you know it's so funny because i've i've carried on with myself in these situations like this is that a lot of these chicks even though they're not with my ex anymore they're still on my social media being my (laughs) friends (laughs) right because i'm a cool ass bitch you know so and and hey, if if you can make a friend or whatever out of it, okay, cool. You know, it's no problem. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the thing with, um, you know, after a breakup, you know, whoever was the person that did the breaking up or the breaky or the brokey or whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh-huh. you know, again, you have to go on with your life and so does the other person you know it's over it's over you know you can take your time and talk about the situations or whatever but you know if it's over it's over so you have to carry on with your life and i see a lot of people you know just holding these grudges Mm. over things that happen in a relationship that is over (laughs) <laughs> it's over. So why are we still bringing up situations? Yeah, okay. Look, I have also been that, you know, the ex-wife or the ex-girlfriend where I would sit there and be like, this motherfucker is, <laughs> you know, like, because he would bring, like, his, his lady around me. And, like, there was a time where I went out to dinner with them, you know. And it was kind of hard because it's just me. And then it's my son, you know, and they wanted to go out to dinner so we could, you know, so I could say goodbye and at least have a nice dinner. And then they go fly off to Arizona, wherever they're, you know, we're living at the time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sitting here knowing everything that I know about my ex and our history. And here's this woman, this new woman, and she's got her nails done. I never got my nails done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like things that he would complain about. He don't want to spend money. I mean, maybe it's her money. Whatever. But whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she got her nails done. She's got a big ass rock on her finger. Mm, that's funny. You know, when yeah. I was the one that had to buy the wedding rings, which yeah. was pathetic. You know, um, when we get up to leave the table, you know, like, or even if she gets to go to the bathroom, he stands up every time. Oh. And I'm like, this oh. Negro is not that gentlemanly, <laughs> you, know? you know? Yeah. So, it, and it like a part of me, like I would have to bite my tongue because I'm like, Tosh, you, you're not in a relationship with him anymore, yeah. you know? So whether this is, you know, a farce or maybe he's changing, whatever the case, it's not your fucking business. Right. And you want to wish the best for them too. You really but, do. But there's still that human side where you just like, what the fuck? Yeah. But you got to check yourself because it is everything to be able to have self-control, you know? And yeah, there may be like a lot of this, you know, showing off and stuff may have been for me it may have been mm. maybe it wasn't for me but i'm not gonna give it my attention if it if it's getting my attention no one's gonna fucking know about it yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say that's a beautiful ring <laughs> i'm very happy for you guys mm-hmm. you know in my head i'll be like motherfucker <laughs> you know but i'm gonna be the bigger person because i'm also showing my son or my other kids mm-hmm this is how you are. This is how you should be. This is how you should conduct yourself. Have some fucking self-control. 
because it's no longer about me or him because we are not an us anymore. Right. You know, so a lot of that self-control, it's it, it may not come immediate, but I'm telling you, it's definitely worth working on. Yeah. Um, I could say, well, I'll just share what's going on right now with me and um well for okay first uh, let me talk about my daughter's mom so um like i said i have two baby moms uh we had my daughter's mom and i broke up when she was young we just didn't work out we were breaking up anyways and we brought a baby into this world and you know that worked for a little bit but it didn't but she's awesome now like i always say i just found out that she's killing it again on the volleyball um scene um tall um she's getting into herself and um you know her mom's happily married great guy um she dated a couple of people who um they were okay one guy was good but just ended up not working out for them But with her, the first thing she said to me is, I wouldn't be bringing all these women around Addison, Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just not good for her. And at first I was just like, man, shut up. Let me do my thing. And that's what I did because I didn't know any better. I'm a guy, right? Like, and guys, you know, women seem to, after a breakup, they, they go and get their therapies with their girlfriends and they get, you know, peaceful and they zone out and they get off, you know, they don't go out on dates and they really get their shit together. Or a lot of them be getting their backs blown out. Like, let's just keep it real. Okay. Let's just keep it real. All right. If you do that, you do it a lot less than men because that's exactly what happens after a breakup with a man is just like, all right, let me go through the Rolodex of hoes. You know, let me date all, let's do all of the... (laughs) <laughs> let's do all the stereotypical things. Let's go out and, and um, meet the Hooters girl. Let's go out and, and fall in love with the stripper, you know, move the stripper in, do all of the stupid shit. And then one day you realize, like, what am I doing? And then we we do it all ass backwards, right? Mm-hmm. But so <laughs> I love my, I actually love my daughter's mom's husband. Um, but... <laughs> What was funny, I'm an antagonist. Um, you know, I'm cool and sweet and all this stuff. But, like, if I know I got something on you, I'm going to use it for a little bit. <clears throat> so I used to show up to all of Addison's stuff when she was younger. Or um, I remember one time we went to a um, we went to a Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. And Addison's mom's husband um, lost his mind. I was like, what is he doing here? Blah, 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 blah. Just, just, just so uncomfortable and um her mom was just like because he's spending time with addison and it's a football game he loves the bucks mm-hmm. like who cares mm-hmm. it's not anything big but he he just couldn't wrap his head around it so then um one time uh she and i had to talk about addison and just kind of things going on and schools and and this that and the other addison was having some issues at school and so we met up and she was telling me um, that they had gone to couples therapy and he would just like couldn't get over it. And finally, the therapist had to tell him, both of the therapists had to tell him like, yo, this is 
you want this as a co-parenting situation. He doesn't make your life a living hell. He only cares about his daughter. He stays out of your business. Like, just let it go. Mm-hmm. And he finally let it go. But but I, I found that out. And so then when I would go to events, you know, I would be around him and I'd kind of be like, hey, what's up, dude? You know, like kind of make him uncomfortable mm-hmm. just to be an antagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, but then finally, you know, Addison had gotten older and um, I forgot if it was like a birthday or something. And he made a comment on a, on a picture on social media and I just praised him and I said, hey, you know, um, you know, you do a great job and I'm grateful for you being a co-parent, you know, being the stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy mm-hmm. and um, you're doing a really excellent job and I appreciate you. And that just kind of set it from there, you know, and mm-hmm. and we don't really conversate that much anymore back and forth. But I'm happy that she's got a good guy in her life. So after that breakup, you know, I did do the same thing of like, why are you with this dude? Why can't you just be with me? You know, I did that. But now I got a situation with my ex-wife. And I've stayed out of her business since we got divorced. She doesn't want me really in it anyway. So she doesn't tell me things that are going on. Um. You know, she gets in my business because I, she, she has her opinion on how I parent my kid or parent our kid and some of the things that I do that she doesn't agree with. So, you know, so I, I allow it. And every once in a while, I, you know, I act immature and I go off and I, you know, you do the, you do the stupid things that you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I happened to be in a conversation with somebody who works at the school Mm -hmm. and she lost her mind about it. And instead of coming to me, she just started asking all sorts of questions. Who's this person? Who's this? Like, um, asking questions to your son. Yeah. Asking questions to the son. And, and I was, and I normally don't listen to the conversation, but I heard it and it makes him uncomfortable. Yeah. He's eight. Putting the kids in an awkward position, you should not do that. And so finally, I had to tell him, I said, hey, listen, if mom asks you stuff and you don't want to answer it, just say, hey, mom, I don't feel comfortable answering it. Can you just talk to dad about it? Yeah. And that's what I learned even in our parenting classes Mm -hmm. that we had to take before we got divorced. And she's a divorced parent with another kid who did the same thing. Like, you know, but there's that angst and whatever. And so then come to find out. She's on the PTO and she's been talking trash at school about me. And I'm like, Mm -mm -mm. I I stay out of school stuff anyways because she's on the PTO. And I'm like, I don't really care. I care about school, but not enough to be like super involved. But all of the teachers know who I am because Mm -hmm. my son looks just like me. Um, And my son is probably like in the top 10 of the popular kids and he's only in second grade. But come to find out that she's just been spreading all of my dirt. And I'm like, dude, we've been divorced for four years. And she's in a relationship. And she's in a happy relationship. Not happy, uh, obviously. I because guess not. if she was happy, she wouldn't be doing that. You know, and, 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 you know, the thing is, like, the purpose, like, what is the purpose of her doing that? Really? To make you look bad? But it actually makes her look bad. Yeah, that's it what I'm really thinking. It really does, because... You're at you're at a PTO. 
you're at school. Yeah. That means that you're part of that little PTO program to talk about school stuff, not ex-husband stuff. That, that's a bad look. That's yeah, a bad look, man. I'm telling you, it's just like, damn. You know, and, and like I was telling you before, unfortunately, like the best thing that you can do is not give it any energy. Like, right. Because that might be what she wants. Like she, she wants you to be upset and uncomfortable and feel like a turd in a punch bowl because now everyone knows like <laughs> what such a horrible person you are. But <clears throat> she's using her energy to talk to people about you. Yeah. When y'all are divorced, y'all have a kid together uh, and she's shitting on your name and she's at a fucking PTO meeting. Yeah, that's the one that gets me. It's just like, we have a wow. kid in the same, we have a kid in a school and like, and my son plays sports with a lot of the other kids, mm-hmm. you know, and I have a decent relationship with, I try and have a decent relationship with the teachers because I'm like, hey, listen, um, you know. Phoenix loves his mom and he loves his dad. But if there's ever a situation, you know, call me because he knows that when dad comes to school, like this is serious. Yeah. Um, but, and I'm and I'm not about trashing exes because that's just one thing you really shouldn't do, especially if you're trying to get into another relationship. Men who are listening to this podcast and ladies, when you go yeah, out ladies. on dates with the new men watch what they say about their ex and how they say it um between like my friends i might say some stuff but i usually try and be really respectful about my ex um she's still a great person overall she is still a great person she's a great massage therapist and she means well sometimes though she oversteps her bounds but one time uh two years ago I think we, I was, it was my birthday and we went to a restaurant that's down the street from the school. It was a curriculum night. She was going to go because it was my birthday, um, in my place. And that was cool. And then the next thing I know, it's like closing time kind of. And I turn around and I'm like, Oh, Phoenix, there's mom. And so it was cool. You know, Phoenix went and talked to her and, and the boyfriend and uh, but like out of all of the tables that were empty, she sat right next to us. Mm-hmm. And then I introduced my girlfriend at the time, and she didn't even like she just gave one of these like over the shoulder, "Hey, how are you?" Wow, oh my gosh! You know, and I had been with this person not long for a decent amount of time then, and then there was other situations where it was like. You know, I asked her daughter, my stepdaughter one time, like, hey, I need your help getting Phoenix. Can you take him to this person? Uh Can you just take them here? And she was like, no, no, no. I don't know that person, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you do. And Phoenix knows her. I need you to help me. And it just turned into an ordeal. And then it was like, you know, you need to be grateful that um, your stepdaughter helped you. And she changed her whole day and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like over here going, this turned into a three-hour fight for a five-minute out of your way to help yeah, me out. Well. And 
it was all about like I don't know this person and blah blah and it was just like so much drama and I'm like man and some of my friends asked me like how do you deal with her and I'm like man she means well but I just don't I don't anymore uh, so. yeah I mean that uh, I don't see how that is meaning well I, I really don't that that that's just being salty and you know it's a shame because it doesn't even need to be like that no. it, and it would feel so much better just for everything just to be peaceful like she's moved on with her life yeah you're moving on with yours however you you know feel suitable for you and the only the only business y'all have is your son you know yeah and and that's one thing like it took me a little bit to get to that point you know where i i had to i had to tell myself natasha you need to see this you know co-parenting thing as a business transaction you know if 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 you have to do it that way so you can take your feelings out of it then that's what the fuck you got to do and and that's what I would have to do, yeah. you know, and just be like, hello, hope you had a nice day. Here's, you know, our child. Um, you'll be bringing him back at what time or what day? Okay, you yeah. know, and, and just keep it short and sweet until my feelings, whatever I'm dealing with, because it's my problem, not his fucking problem. It's my problem that I got to deal with, you know, until they fizzled or, you know, subsided or whatever the case. Yeah, because carrying that negative energy around um, when you have to actively co-parent with someone, it's not like it's not good, you know, and yeah. a lot of us think, oh, I'm going to I'm going to say some shit to get one up on this person. And, you know, you, you just sound so fucking petty. Oh. And it, if this resonates with you, then motherfucker, it resonates with you. I'm talking to you, you, and you, whoever the fuck is hearing me, because and I can say that because I've I've been that motherfucker, okay? Mm-hmm. So, and I had to grow from that. So, but the shit is when you're trying to one up on an ex for no reason other than to, I don't know, feel better about yourself, your miserable fucking self. You're hurting your kid. Yeah. Because now you've just created, like, now you have your ex leaving, being pissed off because you just acted like a total bitch or a total dick. And now your ex is leaving with this negative energy and your kid has got to sit and simmer in that shit. Yeah. Now, now what did you just do and your kid heard it and we we think oh the kids don't hear the kids hear, hear everything. everything they feel everything kids are very aware okay yep. so i'm telling y'all if if this is what you're currently practicing fucking quit it yes it is just fucking quit it find a fucking hobby Go, go get your dick sucked. Go, 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 have somebody go down on you. Go, go find something to do. I know it's, it's. Some of you are gonna be like, "Ooh, that's so gross and inappropriate." <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, because yeah. when it comes to the kids, they don't deserve that shit. No. They don't deserve to be caught up in it. And there are people that will sit here and throw dirt on another parent's name. Yep. And. That the kids hold a lot of that because they know that they're a part of daddy, they're a part of mommy. 
And and you know what? We think that the kids don't remember, motherfuckers. I'm telling yeah. you, the kids remember everything. So if you want to go ahead and keep showing your ass, go ahead and keep showing your fucking ass. Because these kids grow up with these memories and they grow up into adults. And then they come up with their own conclusions and their own opinions. And they're going to be looking at you out the side of their fucking eye. Like, mom, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're the one with the problem. Uh, my therapist uh, helped me through that because I went through that in my childhood and through my adolescent phase um, because I've, you know, my dad was in recovery and he did a really good job to stay sober and work a good program. And my mom uh, was a codependent and she works uh, a good program and she's a little older now. So, and she's still got some wise stuff. Like I said last time, I didn't want to admit, but she's got some stuff. But in therapy, I had to go through that. And I had to have my therapist, like, sit there and validate, like, Garth, this is really what happened. Like, your parents didn't know. And they would talk about the other. And kids are smart when they realize where they came from. And so when you, as a dad, talk bad about the mom... That kid understands, your kid understands that, like, well, I'm half mom and half dad because Mm -hmm. I came from them. So if you're going to talk, if you're saying that about mom, then you're saying that about me. Yeah. And that's not the case, right? And that's not really what you want to do. You want to support. So, yeah, after a breakup like that, yo, as much as you're bitter, keep that shit with your besties or, you know, or your therapist or, like, put it in a journal but do your best to put out into the world because they're the other the other parent or the other you know your boyfriend or ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriends or whatever the case may be like let them show their ass like you don't need to keep writing their resumes they they wrote them right and if you want someone good into your life you got to you got to just be like hey Thanks for the lesson. Thanks for the, you know, Mm -hmm. memories. Um, I release you so that you can manifest or or vibrate or bring somebody in. Mm -hmm. That's going to be different. Right. Because if you don't heal that, guess what you're going to keep getting? Yeah, the same shit. The same shit. shit. Mm -hmm. Now, again, some of y'all might be like, oh, you know, Natasha, you took it a little bit too far and you're (laughs) upset and everything, but... That's her, that's... I like when you do that. Yeah, but, but there, but I'm also speaking to y'all from a child's perspective because my father was an addict, okay, and my mother, raging bitch, okay, (laughs) and then when my parents divorced, I had to hear about what a piece of shit my father was, and that was hard for me. And I'm, I'm 43. Yeah, I'm 43. And still, I loved my daddy. I loved him. So when my mom would say shit about my dad, it confused me because I also loved my mom. And I would be like, am I wrong for loving my daddy? Is this, you know, it would be confusing. And then my mom would get into other relationships and... There would be plenty of times where she would get into a physical fight with these guys. And I'm thinking, I have to protect my mom. A lot of the time, my mom, 
and I'm not I'm not trying to say like my mom was a victim or she or she was the person that created the fight or whatever but whatever the case I should have never been involved and my mom was always screaming for me to help her so I was that child caught in the middle of a lot of shit and I have been thrown I have been hit by grown men I have fought grown men when I was like eight and nine years old that shit didn't do me any fucking justice yeah i can take a hell of a hit and i can fight try me (laughs) i'm serious but that didn't do me any justice like i had to grow up with these feelings that i should have been playing with barbies Mm -hmm. i should have been you know dreaming of being a princess you know no i'm over here grabbing men's hair and biting them and trying to help my mom you know or I'm here worried about, well, mommy said that, you know, daddy's doing cocaine and daddy's a piece of shit and he's going to end up dying on the street. And I'm thinking, well, my daddy's going to be dead on the street. And, you know, like, don't do this to your kids. Just don't do this to your kids. Yeah. So I'm speaking from a child's perspective because that was me growing up. And I hated that feeling. And it, it, it never made me feel safe. I didn't feel safe. I felt like I was in the way. I felt like I was a cause of a lot of the issues because maybe if I wasn't even around, they wouldn't be fighting. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't know what's going through your kid's head. Yeah. So get out of your own fucking feelings. Grow the fuck up and be an adult. Be be the parent that your child needs. For sure. And also be the parent that your inner child needs too. Yes that's uh that's major like you know heal your heal thyself and heal that inner child because you know they your your path was not your fault either you know um like you were saying you got to heal that inner child and i had to do a lot of work i had to do a lot of work and you know i didn't even though my mom she worked hard and she found a way to keep a roof over her head. Like she, unfortunately, she, you would think my dad would sub- had subjected us to a lot of shit because of his uh, drug addiction. But I'm sorry, it was my mom. My mom subjected my sister and I to a lot of unnecessary shit because of her issues with not being able to let shit go. Mm. So we had to grow up like that. And then I became the adult that started holding on to shit. But then when I started having kids, how I learned how to parent is by remembering how I felt as a child Mm. and those feelings, I held on to that. So when I looked at my kids, I didn't want them to feel how I felt as a child. And that's how I fucking parent. Mm. So you guys, you, you have to think outside of yourself. And even for those that don't like, if you're in a relationship, or were in a relationship with somebody and you don't have kids or whatever. And if you decide, and I'm kind of changing the subject a little bit, if you decide that you don't want to be with this person or you're kind of giving them the runaround or whatever the case, and then you see that that person is now talking to someone else, let them fucking live. Let them live. You know, because I, I've been in situations where I was kind of interested in a guy, I wasn't too sure. And then, you know, he was interested in me, but then all of a sudden he's talking to someone else. Like, I wasn't giving him no game. What am I, how, how can I fault him for that? 
because he wants to be in a relationship. He wants to eventually get married or have kids or whatever the case. That's his life. That's his journey. How am I going to fault him for that? So I'm, okay, well, you know, I kind of liked you. I'm sorry I wasn't, you know, so on point with you, but I wish you the best of luck. You know, so women, men, stop stringing people along thinking that they're going to be on your fucking coattail. <laughs> you know, waiting for you to decide when you, okay, I think I'm going to love you now. We got to yeah. stop, we got to stop playing with people's lives. Yeah. You got to yeah. respect, you got to give the respect that you want to be given. Yeah. And the other, and you know what I've found dating too is like, is people want, they say they want honesty and they want the truth. And, there's a lot of times where you give it to them. I've given people the honest to God truth about where I was at and you know, I just want to be fair. And sometimes they don't even like that answer. And I'm like, but you told me to be honest with you. And you were. And they're like, but, you know, that just, you just don't want to put in the effort and, and you don't want to do this. And it's like, no, I, I'm trying to be fair so that I don't, keep getting involved and I uh, resentment grows and I start blowing smoke up your ass just Mm -hmm. you know and then we get attached and then all of a sudden I was like hey I'm out right and it's like I've heard from my buddy who said it best to me he's just like hey if something's not right it's easier to bail early than to stick around and find out that you were right that it wasn't gonna work yeah you know there's less pain there a lot of us drag on too much shit. For real. And, uh, um, damn, I lost my train of thought. So, <laughs> yeah, just, I, I think if you have somebody that, you know, you want them to be honest with you and then they tell you something that you don't like to hear, then what you need to do is now learn to swallow that honesty. Because, mm-hmm. When someone's honest with you, it's not always going to be something that we want to hear, you know. And if you were thinking that, well, I thought maybe this or maybe that, well, maybe fucking nothing because that person is living their life and, you know, you have to let them function how they, you know, see fit for their life. And if it's not fitting in with yours, then you just got to cut the ties And and you have to respect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so I don't know how you feel, and it's you know I, t- I guess to each his own, and and I think we need to get back overall to a place where like you know it's not life and death, you know like uh, there's so many lines out there. Uh, my therapist has told me one time I was, uh, and I love my therapist. Uh, Gracie Tipton is is her name. If you guys look her up, uh, she's kind of she's really gotten popular now. But Gracie Gracella Tipton, um, she's amazing, um, and that was actually funny. Like it was kind of a breakup there. Like I had a therapist that worked in the same office, um, and she had spent a lot of time with me, but they were um, making a change in the office and she was leaving for some situations. And she was like, um, you know, are you going to kind of like 
are you going to follow me or what are you going to do? And I'm like, all right, well, you know, what do I do? And she's like, well, here's the process to kind of leave. And she was like, I'm going to pass you along to this person and this is how you kind of do it. And I was like, oh, okay. And she passed me along to, to Gracie and I fell in love with her. Like Mm -hmm. we were talking and I just started blah, 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 45 minutes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just rambled on. Did you follow anything that I said? I was all over, but she goes, I followed everything that you said. And I was like, oh shit. And I stayed. And I went there, but she's like, oh, but you're staying with Gracie. I'm like, yeah, she's great. And then Gracie left and I just stayed with, with Gracie. And so she was awesome. But the point of what I was saying is, I was boohooing over a situation and she's like, Garth, how many people are in this world? And I'm like, I don't know, over a billion. She goes, yeah, and half of them are women. Have you met them all? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. She goes, okay, so then just let it go and meet and just see what happens. Go live your life. And then I started to learn, like, not everything is life or death. So sometimes I get into these conversations with people and they're like, how could you just be so mellow? And just like, like nonchalant, yeah. like you don't mm-hmm. care. And I'm like, because it's not life or death. Mm-hmm. It's emotions and it feels bad, mm-hmm. but it's not. And we can continue to communicate. And I always have to tell myself like, okay, this conversation isn't going really well and it feels really bad. And it feels like it's the end of the, it's the end of the world. And a girlfriend actually told me, how about just go to bed and see if the sun comes up tomorrow because the sun's going to come up yeah you know so that that's helped where it's just like okay this was an ugly conversation over time emotions change and things change over time so just give it some time right and um you know so that's helped after a breakup and just realize to really give it some time and don't you don't always have to be in a rush and i but i've also learned just from like doing stuff with limitless light where heather works um doing stuff with her um you know doing healthy recovery work afterwards going to my um going to meetings you know 12 step meetings you know working do stuff after a breakup work you know distract your mind um but then there's the thing that i seem to do but that's because of who i am and my character is i still care so as much as like there's a breakup and we might not be together like i give it some time and i'd be like hey how are you you know you're still a human being i still care you know we we didn't necessarily work out dating wise or whatever wise like but like I don't have any ill will towards you, and mm-hmm. I don't like to know what's going on in your life. Let's have a conversation. Let's be yeah. friendly. Um, I don't know what Natasha's going to say, but hey, her and I, before all of this, uh, after my divorce, we met through Ashley, and we went out a, a little bit, and we yeah. conversated, and hell, we're doing a podcast together, but it doesn't mean that I'm like over here trying to be like, yo, girl, like, what's up, right. you know? Mm. And we keep it friendly. I think that's more of a maturity thing than it is anything else. totally a mature thing. (laughs) Totally. Uh, Yeah, I bet y'all didn't know that, huh? (laughs) Huh? Oops. Let the cat out of the bag. But no, like, but it's because we checked in on each other and Mm -hmm. we were, I was raised that way and we're humans. And, you know, you offered an opportunity and, and I'm so grateful for that. Um... 
I mean, God, there's so many stories out there of like, uh, you know, my dad dated a girl. He was his uh, best friend's ex-wife and he died. And my dad ended that's kind of weird. All right, maybe this isn't. <laughs> but they sometimes they, you meet people. Yeah, yeah, you meet people. But I mean, they had they had known each other. Um, mm-hmm. And then like full circle later on, they had come back together. They had my dad's girlfriend before he passed away. Uh, had been divorced from his best friend and his best friend had passed away and she had gone it, it we're talking years between it wasn't just like my dad was like hey you know i'm gonna be the new step daddy you know like <laughs> he had to worry about his kids talking shit about him but um but it happens things like that happen um you know after breakups where yeah you- sometimes and i had put a post about that many years ago um between my ex Mike and I Mm -hmm. you know I had and I I should probably post it on our thing so people could see um as well but in the post it's him and I and our faces are side by side you know and it and I said something along the lines of you know sometimes you meet people and you think you're supposed to be together yeah but then you actually realize after the breakup that you were meant to be as friends you know And him and I have been friends for a long time. You know, we've grown closer over the years as friends more than we ever were when we were together. You know, so even with you, we had a quick little fling, but, you know, we're friends. You know, mm-hmm. this is why we came together. Yeah. So women who are listening, <laughs> please don't start hating on me and looking at my pictures. Look, I'm hot. <laughs> okay, I look good. Is she, yes. I look good. <laughs> but... You know, no, he's my buddy. Mm. I love Garth. So don't be stalking me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so listen, it, it breakups. What is that song? Breakups to makeups? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just be, be adults about it. Like, but it and I understand it's tough like you're dealing with emotions and like you don't know how to handle them and then you know somebody did you wrong and the, I always think that the toughest breakup sometimes is when things aren't awful but they just don't work yeah, because sometimes work. yeah and the, the those happen too where like things are good and there's still those good feelings and you still have those emotions and you want to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Yeah, and people get confused with that. And then it, But then it yeah. ends up becoming toxic afterwards. Yeah, I, and I think we purposely try to make it toxic just to, like, to, to, to have, like, a justification as to why we're not together. Like, he's a really good person or she's a really good person, yeah. but I'm going to just be a motherfucker to them and... You know, just so there's some type of justification as to why we're not together. Yeah. Look, yeah, be an adult like Garth was saying. Like, let's just be like, you know what? I think you're a really cool person, and I know it doesn't work out with us for whatever reason, but maybe we can be friends, and maybe we might need to take a couple years or whatever, but then we can come back as friends because I think you're cool peoples. Yeah. You know, and that's a possibility, people. I mean, it's, it's always a possibility. It's not life or death. You know, and, um, and, but then if you get into a relationship and you do have a situation with an ex, tell you, tell the, the next partner, 
at first. Hey, this is my relationship with my ex. Um, are you cool with it? And have another adult conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. And if they're not cool with it, then say, hey, um, either I'm cool with that and I'll tell my ex and then tell the ex, hey, listen, I'm in this new relationship. I want to give it a try. I know we're cool, um, but I'm going to respect this person. Could you respect me? You know, like you got to navigate it that way because we sometimes act out here like there's some like higher court marking down like uh billy bob is now dating this person and he's friends with the ex and this is going to be nasty you know there are no rules yeah but yet if we are going to treat each other right by the golden rule like love your brother as you would yourself like be respectful just be respectful there's no reason like i said there's a million other people out there there's no reason to have so much hatred for the person or like he did me so dirty and I never want to be Yeah, I everyone wants to be a fucking victim. I, I, I'm so over that shit. This is why we're I think this is why we're at where we at in society where like we've got parties over here and they did us wrong and now we're going to anything that comes up we're going to just vote against and this party over here and like there's so many clicks and we're at such a divide like and and um, obviously this is a totally different topic, but I was working on a guy who's Canadian, and he even he says, for the world to be the best that it's at, that it needs to be, we need a United States of America. We need the U.S. to be at its best, and right now we are not. Yeah, and that's just because it's like hey, they didn't work and, you know, screw him and and he did this to me five years ago and, you know, he's a piece of crap and blah, 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 blah and this girl over here and screw her, she screwed me out of a job so I'm, you know, you're never going to get an opportunity, yeah. you know? It's just like, yo, look, bygones be bygones, bro. Yeah, like, we have to. We have to, you know, for our, for our sake and for other people's sake, for the world's sake, for... You and know, these kids, dude, these kids are growing up in a world that has just lost its fucking mind. Yeah, and we're teaching our kids how to function in relationships and in breakups. So we have to do better there. And remember, there is a thin line between love and hate. So if you are talking so much shit and putting your energy into talking shit about somebody that you once loved, Motherfuckers, because you still love them, so you need to check yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, way to give it to him, Natasha. Yeah, you heard her. If you're mad, that means you still got some feelings. Yeah, so you need to check yourself. Yeah, that's true. Go work that out. Mm-hmm. However you got to work it out. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to have to uh, close up now. Uh, really appreciate your time. And uh, ending with the Foo Fighters. Love to y'all. Peace. Have a good one, folks. We'll be back at you sooner rather than later.